Okay, I just have to remember that I have a pizza in the oven so I don't fucking burn my place down. But welcome to another amazing episode of Days and Amuse Podcast. Wow, you're getting two in one week. I must like y'all this week. <laughs> Friendly, friendly, friends, family, friendlies, friends who are family, family who are friends, um, new people, old people, everyone in between. Welcome to Days and Muse podcast, a cannabis fueled conversation podcast about culture. I did it. <laughs> um. I wanted to release another episode because um, I feel like y'all deserve it. Y'all have been rocking with me for 15 episodes and like I was super nervous about having this be a solo component, but like thank y'all for for listening to my fucking rants, just like my random conversations. Um, I hoping I'm hoping that they're informative as I am imagining them or how I I feel like they are in my head, um, and we got so much more to to do. So uh, first uh, and foremost, we are going to add a couple of little, little dif- different things um, to the episode. Uh, the first one being um, hydrate. So at the beginning of every episode, uh, we're going to spend a little time together to hydrate. When's the last time you drank some water? When's the last time you you drink anything other than like something that has sugar in it because I will say you know there's sparkling water that's sugar-free there's I get it not everyone is a soda person or not everyone is a water person but you have to hydrate you have to hydrate your skin and I learned this little test I don't know okay let me make sure I just literally found it today or like not even found it it came across today I'm checking Okay, so it is real. Perfect. The skin pinch test, okay? Just to see how 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 hydrated you are. So um, what you do is you get your hand and where your, like, middle knuckle is or whatever, you know, or that, I don't know how to describe it, the knuckle. <laughs> what you're going to do is you're going to pinch a piece of skin and then let go. And if it takes a while for the skin to return back to normal, ooh, I need some water, then you are, um, it could be a sign that you are dehydrated. So I am very dehydrated. It took forever for my skin to go back. So I'm going to drink some water and I suggest you drink some with me. I'm like nervous. Like, can y'all hear me swallowing? Okay, I'm going to go check on my pizza. Hold on. Is it working? Okay. I don't know if 
I might burn my pizza, but like, okay, so I'm trying to fully convert over to being a vegan. It's been, it's not that it's necessarily hard. It's just that like, I easily like fall into old habits where I'm not double checking stuff. And I never realized how much things will have like, even like a random minuscule amount of milk in them. Um, so yeah, I, I, I try not to consume dairy, but like it's in a lot of stuff, surprisingly. So now I'm being very cautious and I've been reading a lot of ingredients and making sure anything that I put in my mouth, like I'm double checking, um, just because like I have been so bloated and gassy and like, I, TMI, I know, but welcome to Days and Me's podcast. My poops have been out of control and I know it's, it's just because of that, um, as well as, like, I have increased my sugar intake a little bit. I need to calm down on that. Uh, so I have this um, vegan pizza. Vegan pizza. I have this vegan cheese, this vegan mo- mozzarella cheese. Um, but I didn't think about, like, the timing of melting the cheese compared to the timing of the crust being done. Cause it's like one of those crusts where it's like, you throw it in there, it's thin. So like after like eight to 10 minutes, it's fucking ready to go. But like my cheese isn't ready to go. It's, it's just, it's just getting there. You know, it just, it just walked into the building, um, fashionably late. So I hope I don't burn it because I'm be really sad. I'm going to have to cook something else and then I'm probably not going to feel like cooking something else. And then I just won't eat lunch. And that's not a good thing. Um, so for today, where are those? Let me find them. Hold on. So for today, oh shit, um, we are enjoying, I'm going to eat the little one. I'm going to eat, <laughs> we're doing edible! I have no idea what the strain is, so I can't give you all that information, but um, it is a brownie, and I will give you some information just on those versus... I'll give you a little information on on edibles, you know? I can do that. And you know where we're going? To our trusty, dusty, leafly. I know anyone who hears that accent is going to be like, what did you think you were doing? I don't know. I just let things come out of my mouth as far as, like, sounds and the way things want to present themselves and sometimes they just sound different (laughs) okay so the reason why there's a difference between the way you feel when you smoke something versus the way you feel when you eat something is how the THC is being absorbed. So when you consume cannabis, um, the THC is metabolized by the liver, which converts it to 11-hydroxy-THC. Um, so when this is active, it, um, it 
kind of is like a more, hey, it kind of is a like more intense high um, and it lasts longer. Um, whereas whenever it is inhaled, a THC is passed through the stomach um, and in the cannabis feeling or effects are pretty much diminished a lot faster. I, yes, Bubby. Okay, hold on, y'all. Here he is. Say what you got to say. Okay. They love you too. Goodbye. <laughs> I think he gets so comfortable and has gotten so used to like me doing my podcast that like he's like I want to talk too and like literally I let him do his little mew in the in the microphone and then he just walked away and it's like good to go. Like my cat, man. You know when they say your kids are a representation of you? Oh, I am so sorry to anyone who has or is friends with me. I'm sorry to the people I have dated. Like, I I am who I am. <laughs> okay, so let's... I keep getting nervous about my pizza. Let's see if this edible. It's probably not going to kick in until like the end of this episode. And I'm be like, oh. Mmm. Oh, this is good. It's so That is fucking fire. Okay. That was delicious. I had my little dessert before my lunch. Okay. Let's have a sex talk. And particularly what have I have noticed is um there is a lot of of women um who are coming out and being very like more open and vocal about sex, their sex experience, their their wants, needs, fulfillments like, you know, everything and let me tell you I am loving it I am absolutely loving it because people when they people who have known me from my childhood people when they first meet me like they just they they're like oh it's B like you know she's nice she's cool she's you know xyz whatever they say but like one thing I realized that people don't know, because it's not something that comes up in conversation unless, like, I'm, like, dating someone or whatever or having some kind of, like, physical interaction with them. But, like, I love sex. Like, and when I say, like, all aspects of it, like, I like talking about it. I like learning about it. I like doing it. Like, I I literally view it as another recreational physical activity and I understand that yes there are some components in which like sex can be more intimate and like more emotional um 
But I I feel like when it comes to those times, it's usually dealing with like getting more more intimate in the sense of 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 getting further into like what the person likes, trying new things, uh, that aspect, you know, getting deeper into just the bare physical fuck, you know, and for the longest, like, I used to think that there was something wrong with me because, like, I liked looking up videos or or reading about, you know, it in, in, in books or seeing, like, different types of scenes on TV shows. Not because, like, I was, like, turned on or anything. Like, yes, there's an element of it where you're like, ooh, like, oh, God, that's hot and steamy. But, like, more for the fact of it's it's so fucking interesting it literally is for me it's like i don't even want to say like a dance but like it's like a dance you know like literally you are and, and i don't mean like the bang bros like videos you know like i'm talking about some shit that people like thoroughly put thought into like i know people fucking hated 50 shades of gray and yes there is some problematic things about it don't get me wrong i'm not saying it's 100% like a okay in the clear this is like so amazing no they definitely have things that that they need Who's the? I almost said Stephanie Meyer, but isn't that the fucking lady from Twilight? <laughs> but there is, there is this element in that movie, like, oh, and even in the books, like I, I thought there were some scenes that were very well shot, like it was very done tastefully, and like it was just like awe-inspiring, like I. I think that's one of my biggest dreams. Like, and why the reason why I say dreams, because it's not something that I'm actively pursuing, but like, if it happened, like, oh, fuck, awesome. Yeah. But I could totally, oops, I just burped in the mic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I could totally be a porn director, but like, I know for me, I'm not doing no like aggressive ass, like, shit. Like, and aggressive in the sense of, in the sense of like, a lot of porn videos now, it's, it, it is from a very male lens. It is very like pound town and that's it. And it's like, that's, that's, there's so much more. You could have, hi, Bubby, you can have a porn video be an artistic and educational experience. And that's what I feel like why I love it so much like because it's been this taboo topic this thing that people couldn't talk about like oh it's it's so ew like you shouldn't talk about those things and like I'm like why it's so interesting the intricacies of it like when you think about like actual physical body parts and like where pleasure points are androgynous zones are is that not androgynous um what the fuck is the word It's something with an E. <laughs> but like all of that stuff. And it's like, I feel like one of the main reasons why people don't work in relationships is because we act like that shouldn't be a component of a relationship. I'm sorry if we don't have good sex and, and my intimate 
and physical needs are not being met, I'm not going to be happy in a relationship and I shouldn't have to feel ashamed because of that. That's a component that is part of being together. Oh shit, let me check my pizza. And I wholeheartedly believe like that is a, a reason and a top reason why there's all these relationships that don't work. You have these, you, we're taught, especially if you are raised in a, a religious household, like save yourself for marriage. Oh, like, you know, don't, don't say a quote unquote virgin, which is like a literally made up term. Um, and it's like, for what? For me to, to have an aspect in life that, or, or a need in my relationship that I didn't know that I needed um, until this point because I wasn't given the option to explore my sexuality, my, my needs and intimacy. So now I'm, I'm married to this person where we have awful sex and we're supposed to be together for the rest of our life, procreate. Uh, oh, yeah, because uh, also relationships aren't about having recreational sex. It's only about procreation, but that's not meant to be fun. Um, and then just deal with the repercussions of either me and or said partner going off and finding other fulfillment because they're like oh shit well if it can feel kind of good with this person I wonder how it can feel if I can I can do all of the things that I wanted to do like what that's like literally I feel like and there's gonna be a ton of people who disagree with me and like you are so valid in having your opinion this is just mine. I don't want to be with someone that I haven't been intimate with. I can't see myself being in a long-term relationship with someone who I have not been intimate with or I don't have 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 great sex with because it's just an aspect of my relationship that I get fulfillment through that, okay? Like it's just like how people like to do yoga before bed or they like to meditate. Uh, I like to meditate, fuck, and then go to sleep. (laughs) And especially when it comes to like women, I feel like we're taught that like women aren't supposed to talk about sex. They're not supposed to like quote unquote enjoy sex. They're not supposed to be quote unquote sexual people. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Why not? Why is it only acceptable when men talk about, you know, how many people they've been with or if they have high numbers, it's totally fine and dandy. But as soon as somebody, as soon as a female says a high number, anything that's deemed unacceptable is, oh, she's a slut. No. She's a woman that is thoroughly enjoying herself and her body. And as long as she's protecting herself and protecting others and not making it where she's going around spreading all of this shit to other people, then why the fuck are you so interested in who she's bringing home and who she's bringing in her bed? It should be none of your business. If anything, you should be more concerned as to why you aren't getting more in your bed if that's what you and your relation and your partner wants. Why aren't you having that that connection intimately and it's it's probably because you guys aren't talking about sex together like I don't understand couples who won't talk about like things they want to try things they don't like you know things they are willing to explore things that they've you know they've seen they're like I just want to know your thoughts on this like 
you should be able to talk about what you're going to have for dinner for that night in the same manner as what you're comfortable doing in the bed or not comfortable doing in the bed. Like, why are we just like going with the flow, having people assume what they need to do for our body so that we can get the pleasure that we need and or vice versa. You're having us assume what we need to do to your body to enjoy the moment. Like while we're getting intimate, yeah, that should be the time for like little notes. Like, okay, like you're doing, you're doing what I asked for, but I just need you to do it like faster or slower or like whatever. But no, it's like we we don't have these conversations. We get in a bed with someone and we expect it to be perfect the first time. And then when it's not, we're like, oh, sex was whack. And we like moved on. Sex was whack because y'all didn't talk about shit. Like, hey, I don't like butt stuff. Like, oh, hey, I do like butt stuff. Like, I need heavy foreplay before we actually do penetration because I'm not going to be able to get I'm not going to be able to get anything from it if we don't. Like, all of this. All of this is so freaking important. And, like, it. Yes, Bubby. It's it's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. And it, I find it even weirder that after having a terrible interaction with someone, rather than just, like, being like, hey, you know, this is why I didn't like it. Or, like, hey, maybe we should try this next time. If it's something that you see a potential with. No, instead, we'll just, like, chalk it off as, oh, like, sex sucked. And, like, I'm just not going to be with that person. If you know, like, people know what it is what it is when you first are interacting. People know when it's hookup vibes versus when it's, like, we're trying to, like, feel each other out. We're not hooking up vibes. If it's hookup vibes, if you're hitting someone up trying to take them home, or someone hitting you up trying to take you home, whatever it may be, have the conversation, like, hey, like, what do you like to do? Like, what type of person are you in bed? Like, all of that stuff is so fucking important. And I like, I just don't understand why people are so scared to speak up and be like, this is what I need. And like, I'm realizing the more that I am, am, am doing a lot of self-reflection and going on my journey of like, you know, everything when it comes to like sex and sexuality, I, that's where I have made the most dramatic change. And like, that is where a lot of my like confidence and like my, 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 I guess you could say normalcy has came in because like for the longest I felt so out of place and out of touch and like a fucking weirdo because I like to enjoy the I like enjoying sex I like fucking talking about sex I like reading about sex I like learning about it and it's like I grew up being told that like not even being told by my parents like I I won't say it's my parents but just like people around me that is like this taboo thing like I feel like when it came to my parents like it was definitely the conversation of this is what sex is like make sure you're protecting yourself and yeah like it was it was a very simple and basic conversation and I really didn't have any like questions beyond that but like I feel like all of the the internalized like oh my god this is something bad like I shouldn't be doing this or talking about this came from like outside pressures it came from school it came from from tv shows it came from so many different things that was like bent on being like 
sex is bad. Yet, on the other hand, when it comes to advertising, when it comes to like all of these other forms of entertainment that we're receiving, everything was so sexualized as well. So we're in this, 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 this balancing act of trying to figure out, okay, what is too much sex? What's too sexy? What's not sexy enough? And it's like, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter if a person falls on the scale of like, they have no interest in sex whatsoever versus a person that is like a quote unquote sex addict. And the only reason why I'm saying quote unquote is because like, I don't know the dynamics of that. I don't know what actually goes. I shouldn't even say quote unquote. I'm using that term because I, I, it's a term that's often brought up when it comes to a person who likes to frequently have sex. And it's just like, I don't know. Like I wouldn't call myself an addict, but I love, I could have sex multiple times a day and have sex every day. I can like, it's, it's, it's not, it's not anything to me that I feel like is like such a harmful, bad thing in our society. If, If anything, I feel like things like sex work and like people normalizing people having sex with other people before getting married or even within your own marriage like hey people have physical needs like people people are fucking hot and sexy and just because I want to go and like bang someone where I'm sorry excuse my language (laughs) just because I want to go and like be with someone for one night literally just to have like a quick little fling doesn't mean that like I don't love you any less it doesn't mean that I don't think you're any less beautiful or or any less important in my life it's just that it's a physical activity for me it's like if I were to go on a bike ride with someone (laughs) my pizza's done but um yeah I I definitely wholeheartedly believe that sex work should be a thing um because it's 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 no different than someone going to get a lap dance it's no different than someone going to a strip club right there's just an extra element and level that's added to it we know what's going on back there i have tons of friends that tell me about shit that goes on behind the scenes when it comes to the strip club and so rather than having it be in a space where the woman now is the person that, even though, yes, she may be agreeing to this because of in an exchange of funds, you know how many times men won't pay? You know how many times men will take advantage of the situation and, like, assault the person while they're in the room? Like, there's so much that goes on. So it's like rather than having that experience and and putting these these women in in danger have it where there is a space an official business where there's security where there's you know processes and regulations in place that is protecting both yes the customer but primarily like the the person Like, I'll never, it's so weird how we say that, like, oh, there's a separation of church and government, and, like, you know, there's supposed to be the separation of, like, you know, we have this secular world, whereas, like, non-secular world, but it's not. It's, like, everything is so completely 
dependent on like what the Bible says and what Christianity says and like, and all of that. And it's so stupid because we are making people and putting people in predicaments that we're expecting them to succeed in and not giving them the tools to succeed. We're literally doing the opposite. We're removing things that would give them the chance to have a better and happier marriage and relationship. And then for those who who do stand outside the norm and decide to go with 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 what makes their partners happy and and their relationship work, we're looking at them like, oh, how dare they? The audacity, weirdos! And it's like, no, they're over there doing it right. They're over there enjoying their life. They're over there having having a full supported relationship. Whereas half of y'all can't even talk about can't even talk about simple stuff as, as such as like your your emotions within the relationship y'all can't talk about about things that you need to work on let alone things you want to do in bed it's weird it's so weird how like as a society we place all these like this judgment on on the same things that we value and appreciate. We're judging people for being sexy and and sex positive, but in the same breath, those are the people that we amplify the most when it's under, quote unquote, our terms. Oh, you can't post yourself naked on, on Instagram. And I get it. Like, ages, you know, you want it to be a safe space for everyone. Cool. Allow me to make my profile a completely 18 and up. I would prefer 21 and up, but like allow me to have my age restrictions on my profile to where like if once they register and do all of that, once they put in their date of birth, they only see the profiles that are appropriate for their age. They only see the profiles that fall within that age. I got nervous. There was someone painting outside my door. Um, I forgot where I was going. Oh, yeah. Allow me to restrict my social media to where, like, (laughs) OnlyFans is doing it right, in my opinion. Because it's a platform where I can control what I want people to see. I can be sexy if I want to, quote-unquote sexy. Um... And you can only see it if you're a certain age. You can, you have to register and do this whole process. All of that. It, that should be for every platform, especially fucking TikTok. Like, there's no reason why that in the same breath that I'm scrolling and seeing people, which TikTok is a whole nother fucking story, but in the same breath where I'm seeing, you know, People talk about adult content. Like, the next video after that is a random kid playing with some fucking fidget toys. Like, no. And, like, I have went through and, like, person by person, friend by friend, clicked on every goddamn profile of the who's following me and who I'm following. And if it was someone who was under the age of 21, unfriend. Do not follow, like, all of that stuff. Because, like, mm -mm. 
I know what I want to do with my body and I want to be able to have the ability to do what I want with my body. I, I, if I want to show my titties every goddamn day, then so be it. It's my choice. My choice, my body, right? Isn't that what some of y'all are saying? Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. So all of that to say, do what you fucking want to. If you want to talk about sex, talk about sex. If you want to enjoy sex, enjoy sex. Don't let anyone make you feel bad for enjoying enjoying the things that bring you pleasure. They don't sit there and ridicule the person that fucking likes to to drink wine to feel great. They don't sit there and ridicule the person that, well, I mean, they do in, in some aspects or some ways, but like, I've, drinking a wine to, glass of wine to enjoy yourself, if we're going to, you know, talk about things being done to your body and all of that, which I know some people are going to be like, glass of wine versus someone showing their body are completely different, but it's not. It's about what they are doing to enjoy their moment, enjoy their time, and to get the best satisfaction within that moment for some people enjoying their time is like drinking a glass of wine before bed for others it's having sex and like it it should literally just be as easy as that like sex should be something that is open and honest and like we have the ability to talk about it any and everywhere without judgment because that's the only way that we can like one actually see what's going on and be able to educate people on on their bodies, their aspects, give them the ability and comfortability to be able to talk about their bodies so that, and actually be able to have like knowledge behind it so that they can feel more empowered so that they, when they go to the doctor, they can bring up things that like, Hey, I don't know what's going on with this. Like, can you explain? Or when they're talking to their partner, they can discuss, you know, needs and and wants and, and interests. Like it's, it's all, I feel like, I feel like, Being comfortable with your body, especially in the terms of, like, sex and intimacy, only empowers you even more. Like, why don't we want to empower people, yo? Weirdos. <laughs> well, as always, um, thanks again. Uh, I'm about to eat my pizza um, and see when this brownie is going to, like, kick in. We're, we're getting there, so... <laughs> Um, as far as being able to stay up to date with the podcast, make sure you are following on Instagram and, um, every other social media. We even have a TikTok now. Um, but you can follow me on Instagram at Days and Amuse Podcast and at Unique Bernique. Um, you can also follow on Twitter at Days and Amuse Pod. TikTok at Days and Muse Podcasts. Um, as far as topics or conversations or anything, if you just want to like, you know, a little quick chat, um, you can also email at Days and Amuse Podcasts at gmail.com. Um, if you want behind the scenes content, you can become a patron donor by um, joining for as little as $1 a month. So that is $12 a year. And you can do that by either visiting the website at daysandamusedpodcast.com and then scrolling down to click the Patreon link. Or you can go to patreon.com slash Podcast. Yeah, I feel like that was like the easiest ending that I've done. 
Um, and then, as always, make sure you're taking care of your mental health. Drink some water today. Um, go and get some sun if you can. Just even if it's for like two minutes. Get some vitamin D. Um, and... Stay sexy. Stay, stay, stay unapologetically you, you know? Stay beautiful. And I will see y'all next. Actually, I'll see y'all on Sunday. So, like, in a couple days. Uh, Yeah. Bye.